listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. I'm Leanne Dolan in Los Angeles. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan, in Dallas, Texas. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama Madam Secretary, starring Taya Leone and Tim Daly. This week, featuring Tim Daly in some boxer shorts. Julie, that's exciting. Uh, yes, this, that's a trend, a mini trend we have going, Leanne. Last week we had it. I was happy they brought it back this week. We're noticing. We're noticing producers. Uh, but actually, it was a pretty serious storyline. So other than the boxer short moment, like we had some pretty serious things happening. Uh, so it was called Between the Seats. And in general, though, I feel like the writers uh, specifically wrote this to celebrate International Women's Day on March 8th because we got an episode centered on the reality of what it's really like for women in other parts of the globe, in this particular case, Afghanistan, when it comes to, you know, forced marriages or opportunities for education or, you know, their importance. Honor killings. Yeah. Yep. Their importance mm-hmm. in the peace process. Was that your thought too, Julie, that this was, yes. uh, you know, in honor of that? Yes, I hope so, Leanne. And I, but I also think I wish more Americans would embrace International Women's Day because it's a darn good holiday, Leanne, at least for women. Um, it, you know, when it's, when it's celebrated in other parts of the world, it means that, you know, boys, men, brothers, uncles, uh, co-workers, you name it, have to go out of their way to be nice to the women in their lives and to shower them with gifts. So it's kind of a combination Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, all wrapped into one, and all women are eligible for it. So I think we should have more celebration. Yeah. It's the other 364 days that seem to be the problem. Correct. Correct. In Afghanistan. If you're you're in Afghanistan, no doubt about it. So I thought it was a good topic. Uh, I enjoyed this episode, Leanne, because I think it really also talked about how the foreign policy of a country can be derailed or enhanced, but based on one human being and one story. And how and that was really the case in this way that, the, you know, we have our U.S. policy. We were trying to sign this peace deal. And all of a sudden, a young girl, you know, comes into play and her story is so powerful that it derails everything, right? Right. Yes. And her story, I believe, is based on a real story because, you know, I work on that International Women of Courage Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm part of an organization, an NGO that works with the U.S. Department of State. The, the State Department brings 10 women to the U.S. They just arrived, the 2019 honorees. They'll be feted at the State Department on March 7th. And then our organization provides them with... Um, Um, grants uh, so they can go back to their home countries and do their own work. But two years ago, one of the International Women of Courage was a forced marriage advocate, you know, anti-forced marriage advocate. She Mm -hmm. was a 15-year-old Bangladeshi girl whose parents were forcing her to marry, and she took refuge in the U.S. Embassy. So I I wondered if this story stemmed from her personal story. Uh, And maybe there are other stories out there, but I just recall she came to the U.S. She only could go to D.C. Then she had to go back. I didn't get a chance to meet her because she was young. There were all kinds of issues, but, um, uh, uh, but she had quite a, quite an amazing story. So that's what it reminded me of. But well, that's very common in Madam Secretary where they, you know, they're inspired by stories in the headlines and in the news. So that's that's one. And the other part of it, there was sort of a social media story that's very similar to what happens in this episode. But we better start talking about the episode. Yeah. right, sister. Let's do it. First, do we need to talk about Eric Stolz's hair, though? Eric, 
Leon, Leon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, last week, you know, I felt like he just needed a little conditioner. Yeah. I think this week it was too much cream rinse. <laughs> what is the matter with your boyfriend? You're, I don't know. You had a crush on Eric Stoltz. <laughs> And I, don't I still know. do. It's ongoing. It hasn't, you know, a couple it's of bad hair days. And I don't know what's the matter with it. I mean, I know he's going through rough times in the in the episode, but uh, less cream rinse, Will, please. Yeah, I, maybe he's growing his hair out for a part, you know, Elephant Man 2 or something. Maybe that's uh, happening. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but we'll get to that. Okay, so the two storylines were this piece – it was a it was an ongoing piece thing that they were brokering in Afghanistan, and then the other one featured my boyfriend Eric Stoltz, uh, Will, and a lot of male bonding with Henry. I mean, they were just bonding and boozing basically in the whole episode. Right. We're going to get to Henry's marriage counseling. I know okay? because <laughs> marriage is an ordeal. That's it. I know. That's all you got to say, Henry. We'll talk about it, Liam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to talk about um, more boxers in the bedroom too? Because that was strong. That was a strong feature of this week's episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. I, I just caught my breath thinking about the boxers <laughs> in the bedroom, Leanne. Yes. We're very pro boxer, aren't we? We are. This is the second week in a row that we've that he's been in that in that attire in the bedroom. So keep it up. Okay, so the first storyline, women in Afghanistan, but we have to go back to a previous episode, uh, I think from last season, where Madam Secretary brokered a deal last year, where she basically, to sum it up quickly, she traded the status of women for on-the-ground stability by allowing the Taliban to serve in the newly formed government in Afghanistan. So now she is reaping the consequences of that because the Taliban obviously didn't want women to be educated. All the other women in the government had to step down, including her one friend, Mina Salah, who we see again in this episode. Um, And it it does come back to bite her, this idea, and it happens all the time in diplomacy, uh, that, you know, sometimes women's issues are put on the sidelines while they quote broker peace but as they've proven time and time again if women aren't involved in the peace process blah blah peace doesn't happen but the story the they weren't listening to you right land right they wanted they just wanted to get this rebuild and renew agreement signed and the taliban weren't going to do it you know and you know they were they weren't going to participate they were going to shelve the whole thing because of this young girl right okay so we start off though with a big meeting on the seventh floor it's happening the Department of Defense and the Department of State. And we see uh, what's called a little, I called it bagel diplomacy, a little face-off <laughs> between uh, the Secretary of Defense upping the game there at the State Department with quite a catered breakfast, Julie. Yeah, that was really a power move, Leanne. You know, get rid of those stale croissants that have been sitting in the middle of the conference table for years he shows up with a giant spread, locks, bagels. There look like red onions, capers. It was cream cheese. It was all happening there at the conference table. Okay. Even Madam Secretary, she was left speechless uh, by the spread. But we learned that there's going to be a field trip to Kabul. They're doing this rebuild and renew agreement. There's going to be $10 billion of aid for the newly established Afghani government. Uh, they're all hoping to move forward with this. And, uh, and, and Madam Secretary is going to get a chance to catch up with her old friend, Mina Salah, who she kind of threw under the bus, the last agreement. So then they all get on the plane. And I knew something was off in that plane scene, Julie, because everybody was just being so kind to each other. And that doesn't happen in air travel. 
They're on a flight to Kabul. I know. Okay, first of all, they should look a lot more miserable just because yeah. it's such a long flight. But I was, you know, Lee, and I have to say I was uncomfortable. I was like, why? Matt was traveling a day later. Okay, that was an important little detail. So he was on a commercial flight. He wasn't flying with Madam Secretary. He's in the back of the plane, and he starts chatting up with this 17-year-old Afghan girl. And as I'm, And I was uncomfortable when I saw that scene. I was like, why is he being so friendly to this girl? He shouldn't talk to this girl. That's not right. It may be very uncomfortable for that young girl to have this grown man. And, and Matt could use a haircut. Did I say that? Yeah, okay. but- <laughs> Matt could, should use a haircut. The grown man with the overgrown hair is just chatting up, chatting her up. I thought something was off with that, Leon. Yeah. Well, as it turned out, you weren't the only one. There was a, you know, a lurking behind them and the seat behind them was a woman who was taping the whole thing after she asked Matt to, you know, open the window shades so I look better in my selfie. Like no one would do that on a plane these days. No. <laughs> Again, not on a 14 hour flight, but right. th- that happened. So she makes this strangers on a plane video and very quickly it goes viral, even though we're supposed to understand that there you know there's blackouts in afghanistan on social media but it doesn't matter and so this young girl who's been in the u.s getting a heart her heart transplant or whatever she needed some sort of medical care for her heart now her she runs to the u.s embassy she has to take refuge there because her family wants to they want to kill her basically it's going to be an honor killing because right, she because to a man. she is yeah she has shamed her family she's talking to this married man or not married man but certainly older american man she's giving him gifts the video makes it look like they're holding hands and sharing food just totally inappropriate things so her all the men in her family are up in arms literally land yes so so then that that puts a that that sort of stops the peace talks because this is a big deal like to take refuge in the u.s embassy and of course her father is a governor of a small state who also is has friends with the president of the country and there's a lot of back and forth about how this is a disaster and madam secretary obviously wants to protect her she can't turn these 17 year old girl over to her family who is going to kill her as her mother said don't come back but the truth is like this is what happens they traded all their negotiating power last time you know to get peace on the ground so madam secretary has to take some responsibility for the fact that she can't she can't actually save or protect this girl like these this is what's happening in this particular country at this particular time and 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 then then you have matt who attempts to talk to the father and the uncle and apologize and explain the video and he's got his laptop and he's doing sort of a frame by frame he said watch it without the narration it still looks bad i don't know that was i mean that was a really bad idea for matt to try to apologize and make amends uh when he when you know because of his actions you know his actions too he put this girl in jeopardy Right. There are quite a few scenes where like Madam Secretary is just wandering around the embassy when there are protesters that outside that confused me. Matt is like letting her in the embassy and then (laughs) rushing after like there's been this huge debacle. Then he like rushes out to say goodbye to her. I was like, do you think you've done enough damage to this poor girl? (laughs) Leave her alone. Yes. Security alert again, Lee. And, you know, I like to I like to point out 
giant security gaps in Madam Secretary. <laughs> and when Madam Secretary was wandering the grounds of the U- of the U.S. Embassy in Kabul, and there's a um, active demonstration going on 25 feet away, I don't think so. And yeah. you're right. Do I, yeah. I think that Matt would have permission to open up the gates of the embassy and to make a Marine with the giant guns stand down? I don't think so. I mean, so. he is I only just... a speechwriter, for goodness yeah. sakes. I mean, <laughs> I you mean... can't just say Madam Secretary yeah. and that makes the door open. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So there were some clear security yeah. breaches going on there. All, all, you know, all to make the story more dramatic. We get, it. we get. It. So yeah. in the end, though, it is the Afghani friend of Madam Secretary Mina Salah. She comes up with a solution, and the solution doesn't make anyone in the U.S. happy. But you know, that's the way it is. There, she's going to marry a man twenty years older than her. She's going to restore honor to the family. She has no choice in this matter, and her family has agreed not to kill her. Uh, in exchange for the marriage fee, like this this uh, organization right. that Mina Salah runs for women there is going to pay the marriage fee. But it is a chance for the team, Matt, you know, he's tortured. Oh, my gosh. what? How is this possible? And it's a chance for you know, Daisy uh, to set him straight. Like, this is the way it is in other countries. You know, here are all the stats on forced marriage. And in most countries, 17 by 17, girls are married already. You know, well over 50 percent of girls are married. And and so I mean, Matt seemed particularly clueless, uh, which was surprising because yeah. he's usually pretty astute yeah. about a lot of this stuff. And because he does have a Muslim background, I, I uh, you know, his mother grew up in Pakistan. She 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 came to the U.S. because she didn't want to be in a forced marriage. You would think he would be. He, this seems like a big surprise to him. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, but. I guess that's, I made for a more dramatic story. It was a dramatic scene, you know, Matt screaming, but both of you have daughters and they're basically, they're like, well, we have American daughters, so it's different. But um, anyway, there are lots of good organizations around the world working to end forced marriages and to raise awareness of minimum marriage age and all the, all the stuff that goes with this, including and not limited to the Gates Foundation. So, uh, so that rap, like she has to marry the old man. And I know she was, she looked like Christina Aguilar, a young, (laughs) a very sad Christina Aguilar about (laughs) to marry some middle-aged guy. Yeah. Yeah. And we never really see, like, at any time, she could still be killed, right? I mean, exactly. that's kind of exactly. the way it rolls there. But we don't see that. Instead, we, we go back to the male bonding. We go back. So here's what happens. Uh, Will and the fam, brother Will and the fam are over for dinner. And, you know, there's some good-natured ribbing. There's some mocking of Madam Secretary's cooking. Uh, that's good. Um, and then Will's daughter, who's seven or eight, wants to say grace. She was at someone else's house. And they said grace. She wants to say a simple grace. And then there's a throwdown at dinner. Like Will said, no, we have to have a family meeting. We have to discuss this. And the wife's like, just let her say grace. And Madam Secretary says, just let her say grace. And in the end, they kind of dupe the little girl (laughs) saying grace. But it was a diplomatic solution, Leanne. Yes. I mean, you had the top diplomat at the trying to adjudicate at the table there, you know, she just wanted everyone to eat her pancakes. And, but yes, uh, Will and his wife were definitely bickering more yeah. than bickering. It yes. was, yeah, it was some- an issue. It was a major, I mean, religion in the middle of a marriage is a major issue and something you have to talk about, which is why Madam Secretary couldn't let it go. And, you know, this is allegedly her little brother that she took care of when her parents died. So she feels sort of parental to him. Uh, but, 
you know, Henry in his boxers on the bed keeps saying, there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to get involved. I know I'm Mr. Religion, but, (laughs) but he's a grown man. He can make up his own mind. I liked when she said, which is a sensible answer. It really was a sensible answer. It's true. I mean, if you're the mother of boys as we are, you know, after 18, you can't tell them anything. So that's it. It's done. They're done. It's over. But Madam Secretary's like, come on, just trot out your old friend Aquinas and see what you can get going there. Um, and then there's a little hanky panky before she heads off to Afghanistan. So I know that. those were there was there was some bedroom <laughs> eyes going on there, Liam. Okay. <laughs> so meanwhile, while Madam Secretary is off, you know, in a war zone trying to make the world a better place for all, uh, Henry and Will get together several times for some beer and some booze and to talk about marriage <laughs> and religion. And, you know, it starts with religion. And what we learn is kind of the flip side of what we saw, that it was the wife who was actually resistant to any sort of religion. And so that's why he overreacted to the grace thing. But there's Sharon Beers, the brothers-in-law. And the next thing you know, they're just trashing marriage, aren't they, Joe? I know. And, I mean, he's not trying to put it back together. I mean, oh, he admitted that they, uh, that Henry and Bess had gone to counseling. I think we we knew this already. But this was news to his brother. So the brother was going to try that. Will was going to, you know, go back the first time when they had the beer. You know, okay, let's try the counseling. But yeah. the second time when he shows up with his suitcase, and yeah. that was a pretty large suitcase. Yeah. Like, hey, that wasn't just an overnight bag. He was he was planning to move in. Yeah. And then they they're not drinking beer. Then they break out the scotch, Leon. Right. And they're sitting there and Will says it's over. Okay. That his wife want, doesn't want any part of him. That he, you know, bosses people around all day at work, and apparently he's been come home and been bossing bossy to his wife, and she and she's fed up with it. She wants him gone. And uh, Henry's answer is, well, marriage is an ordeal. <laughs> That's I, it. That's the best you've got, Henry. I know. I know. That's the. Hmm. You I could think, have. I mean, no. correct. You can't get inside another person's <laughs> marriage, right? Uh, but. You might have wanted to tell him to keep trying a little or to take a break, but then go back and try some more. But if you describe marriage as an ordeal, and what about the child? What about little Annie, you know? Well, they did both express concern about little Annie and, and, you know, what she was going through. So there was some sensitivity there. But you're right. There wasn't any, like, you know, once more into the breach, my friend. There was none of that. There was none yeah, of that. Don't give up. Don't throw away a good yeah. thing. You can change, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever you're supposed to say. You yeah. Know? And then it was, I stay here for as long as you like. And I like that um, Will referred to his sister as El Jefe. Like, so, uh, it's just, uh, so uh, in the meantime, he's just getting more and more ragged looking. Like the two-day-old beard becomes a three-day-old beard. I mean, you know. The t-shirt uh, is on inside out. Yeah. Yes. Costume designers did an excellent job on his raggedy outfit. He looked really right. He took off his hair. He now looked perfectly in, like it hadn't been washed in about two weeks. Yeah, he took off that flak jacket he wears all the time and put on a bathrobe, and that was that was the sign that he'd given up. But then Bess returns home. And they have another little kitchen talk there. And so it looks like we're going to be seeing more of Eric's adults, <laughs> Uncle Will living in the guest room. Yeah, so. that's going to go well. Not at all. Not at all. Not um, at all. But yes, I think we are going to see more of him. Right. 
Right. Um, okay, so, Jewel, do you have anything in the binders full of blouses? Because there was yes, nothing. I do. Oh, okay. I thought Madam Secretary wore an incredibly dangerous blouse while okay. she was in <laughs> Afghanistan. The one with the extremely long ties, uh, those two lawyers, it had a little black piping on the, uh, uh, on, the, uh, on the blouse tie. But they hung down well, to, almost to her knees, mm. Leah. Mm. That was just a dangerous outfit. I'm sure it could get stuck in a door, mm. in a drawer, going around a corner. I mean, you could just get wrapped up. Those looked very difficult to operate. Okay. So <laughs> that was my number one blouse. And I am giving a shout out to Henry and his Do Good T-shirt. Yeah. I kind of like that, Leanne. Those were my two big bl- uh, blouse. By- yes, they're blouse. getting subversive with the T-shirt. Um T-shirt messages, I've noticed. I, yeah. I'm sure her T-shirt meant something, too, but I didn't know what it was. So uh, but that, I'm, that now I'm looking it. up Do Good as a brand. It's probably a brand that we don't know about. But it, it was, yeah, that was a very cute T-shirt. He looks cute. Uh, he looked cute. Yeah, I had nothing in the binders full of blouses. Like even the brief even the brief appearance of Daisy in a dress. It just couldn't couldn't do it. Let's hope okay. we, I, we – the next show is in two weeks. It looked like we might get – she might she looks like she's on the campaign trail again and Mike B oh. is back. So it looks like we might get some more um for our binders full of blouses segment. And of um, course the black brazier was there for yeah. the final scene. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That has that made an appearance. Right. Speaking of a subversive um uh, uh wear. Statements. All right. Anything else for this week? Any, I think any? that's it, Leanne. I, I enjoyed this episode. I, I thought it, there were there were some clear dilemmas. There were some real Real difficult situations and decisions. Some of it was preposterous, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Matt. Uh, but beyond that, I enjoyed it, and I loved, you know, I loved the spread that the Secretary of Defense brought to the conference table. It really livened up that opening scene. It yeah. did, it did, and it gave Blake a little moment. Blake had, I miss Blake. I mean, I I miss Blake actually being her assistant because that was fun. I feel like now he's serious Blake because he's Mister Policy Blake, but. Um, he had a couple of good lines there in the opening act, in the opening act of that. All right, Jill, that's it for this week on our regular Satellite Sisters. Um, what are we going to talk about? Well, we have a whole block on just aging and of all kinds of people. What did I call it? I, I had a name I mean, for it. Just, really? Because uh, there's women apparently are disappearing uh, in their middle ages, Leanne. <laughs> okay. Uh, but maybe that maybe that's a good thing. That's what we're going to be talking about. I don't don't think it's a good thing. I don't think disappearing is a good thing. And I don't think stop talking is a good thing. So, but we'll see. Oh, oh, this is what I called it. Every age is whacked. That's it. We have Liz (laughs) is doing a story on kid influencers, kid influencers. I, I have a story on how millennials are getting plastic surgery. So they look better on social media and you have the invisibility of older women and uh, so that's it. Every age is whack, Jewel. That's our. <laughs> that's about right. That's that's what we got going on. Okay. Well, so tune in for that. You can find Satellite Sisters wherever you're listening to this podcast. We're always happy to have you. You can visit us at SatelliteSisters.com if you want more information on us or our show or anything. Or join our Facebook group and you can just search the Satellite Sisters in a Facebook group. Just ask to join. We're happy to welcome you. Okay, Jewel. Talk to you soon. You too, Leanne. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.